How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. 2017, something will visit your house. Supernatural supply. It is not coming by hard working. It is not coming by academic work. It is not coming by position. You will conceive that child by the supernatural. You will get that job by the supernatural. You will start that business by the supernatural. Prophet Nanase Pukusakode is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Today, may you hold up your gun as a soldier of God. And may you stop that weeping. May you stop that crying. And take responsibility. No soldier cries on the battlefield. And it shall come to pass. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodye. The only hope for our generation is Jesus Christ. Life without Jesus is becoming extremely stressful. It is not that you won't have problems, but because you have Jesus on your side. Uh, uh, somebody asks a man of God who is very addicted to the word of God. And he asks him, do you ever have a problem? He said, maybe it came and I didn't know. Hallelujah. Uh, did you hear what I said? Maybe the problem came and I didn't know. So for you to come to the place that problem will come to your life and you cannot even recognize. It means that you must have something backing you up. It means that the thing that is shaking other people, they are vibrating and going through metabolism. It doesn't affect you because Jesus Christ is on your side. There's somebody hearing what I'm talking about. So uh, I, I don't even think it has to do with problems. It has to do with who is on your side. Because everybody goes through something. Look at somebody and say, I'm going through something. Hallelujah. Everybody has issues. I read in the Bible that somebody's one was the issue of blood. But if you take the blood out, everybody has issues. Uh, can I have a witness of one faithful person that say I have some issues? Everybody is dealing with something. From the puppy to the pews, everybody is dealing with something. Hallelujah. So everybody has issues. And the problem is not the issue you have. The problem is who is on your side. Hallelujah. The other day, there was a, one of the greatest kings in the Bible said that there is something called the valley of the shadow of death. It is not a place everybody wants to go. He said, when I went to go through the valley of the shadow of death, it is a valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. And the reason I will fear no evil is that doubt. What a blessing to preach to people who already knows what we are talking about and then they can respond. I, I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, but I will fear no evil. It is a place that I, I, I can't even understand. I can't even, my mind cannot handle that. You are going through the valley of the shadow of death and you say you will fear no evil. I, I, when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, what kind of valley is that? It has a shadow and the shadow is death. So in that valley, when the shadow falls on you, it can kill you. In that valley, oh man, let me go to the people here. Are you getting what I'm talking about? But David said, when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I am supposed to fear evil but i will fear no evil because thou and the reason i'm not afraid is that you are with me is anybody here that can believe that god is with you here this morning 
That is what made the difference. That is what made the difference. That is what made the difference. The same man said that if God be for you, how many devils can be against you? When we were little children, sometimes you can go outside and create a fight. And normally when you create a fight, the guys you create a fight, sometimes you cannot fight them. But most times, our mouth becomes very loud when we get close to our house. And sometimes when you see your father standing there, then you tell them, if you were a man, come here. The reason why I'm shouting is not because I can fight you, but I see my dad is standing there. Oh, let, let me go to somebody here who understands what I'm talking about. So it doesn't matter how many devils are coming after you. You just have to make sure that there is somebody standing by you. Oh, fear thou not, I'm with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. That is what the Lord is saying now. Thou art with me. No, a lot of you are looking for miracles, but I'm telling you that there is somebody sitting by your left and the right who is a miracle. You don't need to go for a miracle. Is there anybody here that can say that I'm a miracle? If you see me standing here this morning, I'm a miracle. I am not supposed to be walking, but I'm walking. I'm not supposed to be running, but I'm running. I'm not supposed to be singing, but I'm singing. Oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm not supposed to do what I'm doing, but I'm doing. I'm not supposed to shout, but I'm shouting. Makuna masota I am not supposed to be clapping, but I'm clapping. If the devil were to have it his way, my legs would have been dead. My hands would not have been dead. Something could have gone wrong. And that is going to form the basis of my preaching this morning. I spent a lot of time, the whole of last week, praying, seeking the face of God and studying. I woke up this morning and I was trying to get a very brilliant message. prepared the message. I have brewed over it. I have meditated on it. I have spent the whole of last week praying on the message. Because it's the first kind I'm going to preach. And the Lord told me put that message outside somewhere. And I begin to tell him to remember the hours of prayer. So and I say, Lord, let me go and kill it. But he will not permit me. And he said, Is it your nice message you preach or what I back it up? He said, I'm not against your message. It's very nice, but it's not for today. So, what do you want me to go and preach? So, go and tell them that many things I have done for them because they are looking for more. They have not taken time to appreciate you. Today, if you have never lifted your hand, you will learn to lift it. If you have never praised, you will learn to praise. Somehow, God is a God of knowledge, and by Him, actions are weighed. Sit down. So it means that when you move your car out of the house and you come back and able to park the car, it is not because you are a good driver. Let me go to the stream and there because you are not getting what I'm talking about. 
and God begin to remind me about some things that you see, you see, you see, sometimes have you ever slept and you wake up and you say, ah, did it rain? It has ever happened to you. Where did it rain that I couldn't hear? It means that you have a shelter, you have even a house that is rainproof when you cannot even hear. Remember somebody sleeping outside. Maybe some people they have to hide somewhere and wait for the rain to stop. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? I am not talking about a casual way of waking up and church. I'm going to talk about today giving God a qualitative praise and thanksgiving. The Lord was very clear about my message today. I said, I have not even prepared for what we are talking about. He said, Ask me, how many messages have you preached that you did not prepare? And I still went ahead to back it up. Because already, sit down. With this generation, we are already in a certain kind of a trap. Every generation has their own challenges. In Noah's time, there was a challenge over there, and the earth, and, and then the God saw the wickedness of the earth. So some of the things you experience it has not been the first time. God has seen generations in Sodom and Gomorrah. There was homosexuality and lesbianism. It's not the first time. There were all kinds of things. This generation, we have our own challenges. As a church. We are going through stuff. One of the challenges we are dealing with in my generation as Christians is that is selfishness and self-centeredness. Competition and you have it and I must have it. And if you have it, I must have something greater than your own. And when I have it, oh, okay, so Nana has this. I must have something greater than own. After you give it to me, then I saw that you also have something greater. Then I want to come in. So there is competition. And can I suggest that anytime you want more, you will not appreciate what you already have. Let me go to the people here, they will understand it. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Because most of the things you are looking for, even when God gives it to you, you will realize that you don't need it. Maybe you are not where me, yeah, but I have traveled and sometimes I buy things and I bring it to my house and I realize I don't need it. I didn't need it at all. One day God told me, I said, I don't supply your want, I supply your needs. So there are things you want them, but you don't need them. So we can wake up in the morning, and we can move around, and then we can do whatever we want to do. We can dance around, and we have never taken our time. We have, we have never, we have never lifted our hand. We have never thanked him. We have never said thank you, Jesus. We just, no, no, we have never. When we wake up, sometimes our knees is the first thing that greet us. So we are not really getting the key. People have not know what they need. So they are always looking for what they don't need. Because if you don't know what you need, you always be looking for what you don't need. And only God knows the things you need. Because most of the things you think you need, God knows that when they come to you, they will even destroy you. And when God began to talk, it was a surprising thing. He said, there are people you are going to preach to. I have sustained them and preserved them on sickness that kill others. Maybe I am one of them. I am a living testimony of that. Walking around. There are some of you standing here. You have gone through situations that others one day they couldn't come back. There are some of us that we have committed sins that 
others committed it and they couldn't even, oh Jesus, I feel like, and God has hide your sin, God has covered it up, God didn't let anybody know about it, you are still walking around at the sin, but, now let me tell you, Boy, can I tell you something? Can I tell you one thing God told me? Well, we have taken the things for granted so much that in the church now, time of praise and worship is not important. We will go to office early, but come to church late. It's not important. No, 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 no. When we come to church, we are very sophisticated. I am coming at the time when I started preaching. So you calculate your time. And you walk in sanctimonious. And you come and sit down, hear the preaching. While the preaching is going on, your legs are crossed. You don't even take notes. It's not necessary. Let him speak. So sometimes the church is like an entertainment hall. Somebody must just display for you to hear. And then you are less across. And then you are there. Notes taken is not important. When you were in Lego, you were taking notes. When you were IPS, you were taking notes. When you were in tech, you were doing notes. But the church is not important. What the guy is preaching, there are people sitting in church. They think that they know than the spiritual father. It's not important. It's not important. It matters. You don't. You don't even make any notes. Write any scriptures down. You don't even buy tape. Cause it's not important. You know. It's not important. You have arrived. You have arrived. You don't need the word of God. When we're in class studying dondology, you needed to learn how to polarization. But the word is not important. So some people are in church. They don't have a reference notes. No, they don't have it. It's not important. I have to come to church at the time I want. But I made sure that I thought about it. I thought about it. How can you wake up 4 o'clock and try to get to the office early and come to church late? Because we have never appreciated the God we are serving. We thought we can make it by our strength. But I want to suggest to you that even the unbelievers that you are following, they are not making it by their strength. They have to follow their father, the devil, to make them where they are. Some of them are drinking blood. Some of them are sacrificing animals. Just to get to where they are. So whilst they are doing that, what are you doing to your source of your back? The, 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 the source of the power that backs you up. <laughs> sit down, sit down, let's talk. <laughs> Look at someone and say, you can deceive yourself, but God knows you. Tell the person you can deceive yourself. And tell the person, you can also deceive me, but God knows you. You can walk around and pretend you are the latest Christian in the world, but God knows you. Do you know God knows all of us? God knows all of us. God knows all of us. Tell somebody God knows all of us. It's not important. It's not important. No, it's not important. Some people, eh, they used to dance in a disco, entertainment time at school, but they don't dance in church. Yeah. If I tell you, there are people here, they can't remember the last time they danced. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dancing is for small boys. No, it's for small boys. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hmm. I am now the managing director of Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Company. And what are you talking about? Coming to church to come and dance? No. You come to give offering with your shoulders up. God has blessed you. Hmm. He has protected you. Hmm. I'm telling you, if you don't go back to prison on the basis of the message that brought us where we are, Jesus will come and there will be surprises. Because there was a church in the Bible. God came down and Jesus said, go back for your first love. The things you used to do that you have stopped, that is all I need from you. Go back. You say, I don't need, any, I don't need to give you any extraordinary revelation. What I want to say, my charge against you is that your first love of waking up and having devotion. Your first love of coming to church and praising me. Your first love of clapping your hands in church. Oh, come on here. What a generation. Listen to me. When we started becoming born again in the SU time, there was no drums. The, 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 the speaker there is called Ahuja speaker. 
and it has no synthesizers and equalizers. It has nothing like that. The Ahuja speaker, I remember one day something happened in the church. I will never forget that miracle. Miracle. Now, the cord behind the speaker removed from the back and the sound was still traveling. Under the pressure, I remember, I will never forget that. It took us a time. When we even disconnected it, angels were still producing the sound. Those days, it was conquer. It was conquer. One of my friends, oh, I got, the guy was the conquer player. He can play the thing, and people are dancing. That was when we learned the SU dancing like this. How many of you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, today it's not that. It's not that. Today, may God take us back into the place. We are not learning the cheapest way to get his attention. We are not learning it. We are not learning it. Who told you God is not conscious of thanksgiving? When the Jesus Christ said ten lepers, one of them thought about it and said, oh, I was a leper out the outside, cast out. And now, I am here. Came back and knelt and said, Master, thank you. And look at what God, look at God's attitude. He said, were there not ten that was here? Where are the rest of the nine? Now listen. It means that most of the miracles God gives you are they are not complete. God explain something to you. He can do a miracle for you and leave 20%. It's the 20% that make it complete. Somebody said, How do you know? Because Jesus called a man who came to thank him that because you have done this, you are made whole. I took the Greek Bible and I started checking why. And the explanation of the comment, one of the commentary wrote is that. When you are healed of the leprosy, there will be some scars that make people see you and see that you used to have a leprosy. But when Jesus told the one who has thanked him that you are whole, it means that the guy is going to be so whole that when you meet him, you cannot, Jesus Christ, there will not be any trace of leprosy in his body. I submit to you that there is a miracle God has given to you. But if you can jump up and begin to praise him here today, if you can forget about who you are, then the miracle is going to be complete. So sometimes God has blessed us, but then sometimes there are traces of the weaknesses that we came out from. And the reason why we are always into prayer, and we are always praying, right? and we are always coming up, because prayer is always asking. Prayer is always demanding. But praises is giving. Amen. Worship is giving. Praises is giving. Prayer is demanding. So we don't want that one. And those who are even praising God in the church, most of them is not from their heart, should show us that they can dance. I am not against that. But don't go and watch somebody dancing a zonto on the social media. And come and do the rehearsal in church. Because when people are dancing and it's the Holy Ghost, I know. So that one is flesh, I know. So that I can sit there and I say, this one is flesh. This one is the Holy Ghost. This one is flesh. You can pick it up. <clears throat> you can pick it up. If you are sensitive, you can pick that this one is flesh. This one is Holy Ghost. So that when the choir is singing and they are lead, those who lead the choir, like the way they lead, they lead I knew that she prepared. Even when people don't know the song and you prepare, there's a way you can move them. Some of them can sing and I know that it's under carnality. Because you don't have to come and lead the choir because you don't have to sing. You have to come and lead because you have spent time with God. And you are coming to minister to the people. Not come and show, but you are coming to minister. 
And you know, I'm a sensitive person. That is why sometimes when I pick a microphone, I start singing. And if you don't talk, somebody pick the sound, I can tell that no, you cannot be my frequency. No. When I was growing up in some of the churches in those days in this fellowship, when we were supposed to come and seek and lead the choir, some of them, they fast for three days. I remember a lady that used to be my friend. Somebody says, you know your friend now. Not really that. There's something interesting. I was telling my wife that Christianity is very, there's something about working with God there. Sometimes as you grow in the Lord, you see that there are some friends, they are no more with you. Not that you have any problem with them, but you see that as you go forward, there are people that live your life, that ones come, and some to go with you, and all that. But I remember the first time I witnessed that lady singing, and I came on that, her name is Mary Ganza. And I saw this lady sing under the anointing. And that was the first time I saw somebody sing and cripples were walking. What are those days in the church? We just woke up, dress nice, and then we jump up and we are coming to church. Mm. It is possible that 70% of this congregation has not spent time this morning praying before they came to church. I'm telling you. Sometimes shoe picking can make you late. Who hmm. dressed to wear can make you late. Very sure I believe that the church will have a uniform so that nobody will struggle to have anything. I believe so strong. I believe so strong that the way the choir is wearing, beautiful like this, and everybody wears, women dress, men dress. You just pick a dress. If you come, you're not wearing it, it will suck you. Unless you're a new convert. He was so serious about it that David said, and forget not all his benefits. Mm. <clears throat> David stopped blessing God. He came to the temple and said, my mouth is tied now. Let the thing go to my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. It means that now I have graduated from mouth to soul. No, it means that Lord, if, if my mouth keep quiet, my soul is talking. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me. Now when he moved from his soul, he began to add his intestines. His kidney and his liver. Oh, his bladder. Everything I say. And all that is within me. Let it bless your holy name. Maybe the reason why there are all kinds of sickness is that the organs and the things in us, they are not blessing the Lord. Today I want to suggest to us that it will be an advantageous for us to praise God. Yes, sir. And thank him. Yes, sir. But in case we decide not to do it, stones can do it. But is it wise for us to sit here and let stones take our job? The triumphant entry to Jerusalem and the Bible said, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Sadducees said, command your followers to stop. He said, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry. So God is not really (laughs) demanding and putting pressure on you to praise him. But it is to your own advantage to be a praiser. Because if you don't do it, the trees are ready. The bears are ready. Mm. Every one of them. In fact, stones can praise him. Classic Sam. Is it because of that spirit that that guy became the greatest? It's not that he was the only king in Israel. Many kings. He was not even the first. He was privileged to be the second king. Most of them, when you go to every country, they celebrate the first president. Ghana celebrate Kwame Nkrumah. The first president of America probably is George Washington. Am I correct? 
because he is on their money, he is on everything. Washington has been named for a lot of things. But David was not the first. But go to Israel, every great thing, David's name is on it. The most expensive hotel, his name is on it. In fact, their, their national flag star is called the Star of David. But I begin to check out and I say, what it is that make this guy become so relevant? David, till Jesus Christ return, his name cannot be a thing of the past. Constant relevance. I don't think there's anybody that can stand in competition when it comes to praises and thanksgiving to God. I submit to you this morning that you have prayed, you have fasted. But maybe there's one more thing you have not done. And you are not conscious of it. Because I'm going to bring you to the place and show you that praise weapon can be more powerful sometimes than prayer. Because anything prayer couldn't accomplish, praise has the capacity to hide the icing on the cake. And make it what it has to be. Give me some 100 and verse number one. And let's start a little bit steady about the life and some of the examples of this great man in the Bible that at the point, Jesus had to be trapped. In fact, Jesus came and Jesus was called the son of David. It was one of the things Bartimaeus used to call, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So David said, he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Listen, uh, do you know that <laughs> everything you don't appreciate, you will not celebrate. And anything you will not celebrate will exit your life. It is so bad with us that sometimes married couples should have their secret Thanksgiving day. Because sometimes they have you one day, gather the children and say, let's go and thank daddy for what he stands for. And the things as a result of his leadership has brought us as a family. And sometimes a husband should be able to look at the wife and say, honey, thank you very much. Take it for granted. We don't do it for one another. We will not do it for God. Because the commandment is that you shall love the Lord your God with all thy heart and all thy soul. Do you know something? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not appreciative. No, we, we, we throw it away. People don't see any need of it. Sometimes you do things for people and they think they deserve it. And you should have even done more. I have a message I have not preached. And one day I will preach it. And the title of the message is that don't kill the giving in me. It means that somebody can be a giver, but as a result of your attitude, you can kill the giving in that person. Give me the scripture. Go to the next verse. Thank you, Jesus. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with come before his presence with what? Singing. It means that when you are coming to church, by the time you park your car at the parking lot and you start coming, oh praise the Lord, praise the Lord. People, people walk to church as if they've been baptized in lemon juice. They, come, they, they feel depressed, oppressed of that. Now, I'm going to preach a message about the, the place of joy in oppressions of your faith. Well, I'm not joyful. No, come to his present one, singing. Come to his present one, singing. So, you, you don't tell me you don't have a voice. You don't need a voice to sing. Don't tell me my voice is not good. Whose voice is good? Come to his presence one, singing. 
Come to his presence with what? Singing. Go to the next verse. I'm reading some hundred. Verse 3. Know ye that the Lord is God. It is he that has made us. And you can personalize it. It is he that has made me. And not we ourselves. So the reason why we owe him thanksgiving is that ah, he can live without us, but we cannot live without him. He is the source. Now one day, because I have, I have passed him for fasting, I know probably every fasting scripture in the Bible. And I've taken my time to study them. But one day I came across one scripture about Moses fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And I discovered that we can't call that one a fasting. Because it's the only fasting without food and water. Because by the systems of what you need, the priorities of life and the essentials of life, you will need oxygen, number one, and then you will need sleep, number two, and then you will need uh, water, number three. Now, the reason why it goes by those sequences is that if you don't have oxygen for a few minutes, you can lose your life. And in the study of what I pick in California, if we give you good food and we give you everything you need and stop you and prevent you from sleeping for about one week, you will die without water. The maximum, according to scripture, you can go. It's about, in fact, you can go beyond that, but you are risking your body. If you are not living without water, you can only go beyond, go up to three days. After three days, it's not advisable to live without water. All the dry fasting or absolute fasting in the Bible, they don't all go beyond three days. Apostle Paul did one in Acts chapter 9. He was without water for three days. Esther's fasting was without water but for three days. So after three days and there's no water coming to your system, you can finish the fast but you can harm your body. Because ignorance is the strength of the oppressor. So what you don't know can easily destroy you. Am I preaching to somebody here today? So you need water. But if you can go by water, you can go by 40 days only on water and you'll still survive. Now, watch this. That is what I call scale of preference in economics. So, you, you pick the priorities and you apply them first. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about here? Now, watch this. Know that it's God that has made us. So, I say, Lord, how did Moses come to your presence and 40 days say that? Because once you are in my presence, my presence provides food and water. Because I am your source. I am your sustenance. So when you are around me, you don't need water. You don't need food. You can still survive. So the reason you are living, that is why the Bible is trying to remind you that you didn't make yourself. It is he that has made. It is he that has made and not ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Are you with me here at all? So, if the one that made you is the one that sustains you because you always draw strength from your source. That is why your Hyundai car, you prefer to take it to the Hyundai company. Many years ago, I had some BMW and then I was taking it from around this wayside mechanic. When I go, one of them said, go and buy exhaust. When we buy the exhaust, the thing will not change. One of them said, buy if uh, 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 one of them we say, I should miss in Kutoplas oil and put it inside, share butter and the sound of the engine will stop. When we put it, it became worse. Then I, I, I bounced on the man and said, ah, problem, why are you disturbing yourself? Take the thing to mechanical law. I've never heard about that one. And I saw, we are there. So a change of BMW in Ghana. Take it. When I went there, they put the machine on the diagnosis machine. And when they put it, and they told me that that kind of machine at that time, nobody has it in Ghana. And by the time they came out, they told me that all the things you change, none of them will spoil. It was not a problem. And they have to do the problem. And I spent less than 20 minutes in the shop. By the time I came back, the problem was solved. 
He said, your engine was not tuned well. We need to tune it. There is a tuning of the engine. Let's say you are winding the thing as a clock. If it's supposed to be on three, they put it on two and a half. So the man just used a, a screwdriver, turned something, and the engine came back to normal. Now, the reason they were able to do is that they were the agent of the manufacturer of the car. So the manufacturer knows the product. Now, that is why sometimes if the part of your body is having a problem, you better take it to the manufacturer. When the manufacturer came back working on earth, he created new eyes for people. In fact, the manufacturer is such a way that when you die, he can bring you out from the grief. Because he's the one that manufactured you. He's the one that created you. He's the one hand crafted you. Today, I submit to you that the reason why we are going through what we are going through is that we are not taking our time to give God attention with praises. And sometimes, when we wake up, our knees are so gigantic before us. That we forgot him. To appreciate him for the little he has done. The generation and Babylon is putting pressure on us. Babylon is making us feel we have nothing. When you, when you get this, it lets you feel that you need this. And you need that. So you need consciousness to appreciate the master. Can you give me the next verse, please? He said, enter into his gate with what? Thanksgiving. And into his court with what? Praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving. So when you are entering God's house, the protocol, the thing that gives you access, the passcode to open God's automatic door is the one who says, Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your compassion. The door opened by its own accord. I declare the next two weeks, 14 days, as days of thanksgiving and appreciation to the Lord. Give me the last verse. For the Lord is good. The reason we have to thank him is that the Lord is what? Say it very loud. The Lord is what? And his mercies is what? His truth endureth to all generations. Am I talking to somebody here today? Huh? Psalm 106 and verse number 1 and 2. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, oh, oh. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. For his mercies endure forever. His mercies endure. What, what, what does the psalmist keep repeating that? You see, David understands those things because if there's anybody that should be punished and not live, it is David. Mm-hmm. So when you look at himself and see the way he's still standing, it has to be the mercies of God. And if I went, Solomon took up the throne and he had an encounter with God. He told God, he said, you show my father David great mercy. It is that my father David was not supposed to be alive. Are you captain? You and I know that some of us sitting here, we are not supposed to be here. Can I have a witness? We are not supposed to be here. Mm? 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 There's something about salvation that is so powerful. Ice. Hallelujah. Mm? You can be a prostitute and become born again. Stay in the church for just about six months. And when we are talking about your past, nobody can believe that this is what you used to be. So powerful. That is the demonstration of the mercy of God. Mm, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things has passed away. Immediately, God revolutionized your life and put you in a state that we cannot compare your past to your future. Wow. Mm. And sometimes, thanksgiving must be sacrificial. 
Sometimes, it must be Psalm 116, verse 17. Why do I say that? Sometimes, thanksgiving must be sacrificial because sometimes the circumstance and you find yourself in doesn't make it easy to say thank you. That is why it has to be sacrificial because a sacrifice is anything that is not convenient to give. A sacrifice is anything that is not convenient. I want to give you one million dollars. I have only 1.1 million and I'm giving you one million. That is a sacrifice. Why should I thank God when I want to preach and they beat me and they put me in prison? Why? No wonder God responded with an earthquake. Paul and Silas didn't want to steal. They went to preach. Watch this. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and I will call upon the, the name of the Lord. I will offer to thee. The reason David is calling the sacrifice is that the circumstance you find yourself it does not demand that you... It is easy to thank him when he has done something. It is easy to thank God when somebody gives you a brand new car. No wonder Paul says, in all things, give thanks. It means that sometimes do it sacrificially. It means that the time you come to church, you don't feel like dancing, but maybe that's the time you have to dance. Maybe there are times you come to church and your fiancé just told the marriage do not come on. Sometimes you come to church and your husband has dealt with you in a way. Your wife has dealt with you in a way. You touch her in the night and he push you. There are times you come to church and the circumstance does not permit that. Maybe your creditors are looking for you. Sometimes you can. One person went to borrow money from his church. I don't want to mention the name. He said they called her at 12 midnight. And they say, Adiachi. Hey. Hey. And when they call her, it was Saturday and Sunday, you have to come to church. And they have warned her that they are coming to her house on Monday morning. So the reason why sometimes Thanksgiving must be sacrificial is that the circumstance does not. But it might be the weapon that brings you out of the trouble. Because I'm bringing you there in a second. Hallelujah. Huh. Mm. Recently, they say something that people that are always smiling, that are always cheerful, that are always in a good mood, they hardly forsake. So, all the strategies about the way we are working with lemon juice face, baptism face, it's a trap of the enemy. Trap of the enemy. Trap of the enemy. We have squeezed our face. Some of us, we have squeezed our face. Our beauty is fading off. It's very difficult to get people smile in church. That is why there are certain places when I move there, I don't go there again. There are places I stand because somebody's sitting there. Now. And when you see the person say, preaching becomes very difficult. Look at somebody say, give the Lord a smile. Give the Lord a smile. Sacrifice of thanksgiving. I don't feel like dancing, but manama shota kapaya. Manama shota kapaya. I am owing some money, but I am not receiving the things I want, but I am 45, I'm not married, but I will bless the Lord. Oh, Jesus, I feel like preaching. I warn you that I'm ending my message, but I feel like preaching. When I was doing my national service in Volta region and I was going to the Pentecost church and I was preaching there, praises was compulsory. All men go on the long line. And then they send me and when they go around and the hour you spend on the dancing, 
depending who is leading, because the person leading can go like this, and curve like this, and come like this, and when he's going on the zigzag snake way, oh Jesus, I feel like preaching. And when they get back and they sit down, then the man must also go back. Don't let any praises for students. Let the chief executive praise God. Let the banker praise God. Let the businessman praise God. Let the businesswoman praise God. I will bless the Lord at all times. I feel like shouting to the glory of God. It is God that has kept me. The reason why I'm going to dance is that I am not supposed to be alive. I am not supposed to be standing. I am not supposed to be here. But God kept me. Today, put on your dancing spirits. Listen to what the Lord told me. Listen, the Lord just spoke to me. He said, tell them to pay me today all the arrears of the, the praises that they own me. Somebody give the Lord a praise. I'm preaching. Sit down, sit down, sit down. And sometimes, in order to do this qualitatively, you must forget about who you are. Listen to me. You cannot come to church. Listen. That is why the man almost makes it. I'm preparing another message that I'll tell you. Sometimes, eh? The agent of your breakthrough may not be the person you respect. You sit in a home as the most powerful man of a nation and you are the captain of the host. And you don't give attention to all the maids in the house. You're not concerned. You're not, not your concern. Maybe the bogey guards fine because they are close. But Captain Neyman's wife saw somebody knocking his door. He said, Mommy, he said, yes, open it. And he, he's not one of the captain um, houses because he's a slave. One of the Israeli slaves that has been taken to Babylon. And he went to his master, who was a Bible say he was an army general. And don't say because of wars, if you're a general, you have a certain access to the president. And because the president depends on you. 24-7 is in contact with you. Giving him the state of the security of the nation and which enemy is coming and the strategies to combat that enemy. And in that class, he went and said, Mommy, Will God be? Maybe one day, in attempt of going to clean the house, he saw his master from the bathroom. And like makes and helps him always do. Ah, saw this man's body white. Let proceed. She got her courage, and she said, "Mommy, there is a prophet in Israel." Listen. And in case you don't understand Bible, let me bring you to the place of where you can understand. Because Jesus Christ always preaches to the people in the language they will understand. If he goes to the community and they are farmers, he pick up maize and he say, a sower went to sow. Because they will understand that language. When they are merchandise and businessmen, he said, man was traveling and leave talent for his children. They went for gloom, for deposit. So let me bring you to understanding. So somebody went to the White House and probably go to the FBI boss office. And he said, there is a prophet in a small place in Ghana called Oche Bompeso. They say, go and let the man pray for you. And the girl told the, 
the, the general that if that prophet pray, you'll be healed. And the general in humility obeyed. Forget about all the things about Naaman. Fine. You see, if you have not been to the position before, you will not understand. Because certain class of life give you certain ego in your spirit. It's natural. It's natural. It's natural. That is why when the Mordecai was not standing for him and he got angry. Because you undermine my authority. Yeah, give Anna to whom Anna is due. And so he was expecting a certain protocol. But when he came, he said, go and dip seven times in Jordan. But the important point I'm making here is that he obeyed and left. Sometimes to thank God, you need humility. Sometimes to come to church and praise God. As a Miami general's wife, you need humility. Sometimes to come and praise God as a chief executive, as a managing director of a company, as a businessman who don't go to bank, but you call the bank. What an interesting thing that is only this generation that people can come to church and get fiancés and they stop dancing. Because I'm a ferry. The ferry. And then I want some fiancés and share me. Look at someone say, the Lord is good. And his mercies endure forever. Some of the people like David, they even learn how to do it at midnight. <laughs> they wake up midnight. <laughs> Psalm 119 is one of the most powerful Psalms in the Bible. Hallelujah. Somebody say midnight. Psalm 119 verse number 62, they did it at midnight. Somebody say midnight. midnight. So David, <laughs> some of them, they wake up midnight. When Odana and Nitino, sorry, say, bah, no, I find, it, I find it dancing shoes. Huh? At midnight, I will rise to give thanks to thee. It's not that my son, conscious <laughs> choice. Practical, conscious choice. I will rise. I have set my alarm clock to 12 midnight. And I rise up and spend 30 minutes. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks. We all wake at midnight and pray. Nothing wrong with that. But before you pray, thank him. The protocol for effective prayer is that it must start with thanksgiving and end with what? Thanksgiving. That's the protocol for effective prayer. Hmm. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Huh. So when, that's why when we, when we read the Lord's Prayer, eh, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So it starts with adoration to God, lifting his holy name up. So wake up in the morning, don't go straight to the Lord. Do you remember the prayer I prayed yesterday? That's what it is. That's, what, that's the way this generation prays. That's what, when you see people doing this, they are warning God. that my fiancé has left me. Where were you when he left me? Are you not sitting in heaven? And can't you see? And can't you talk to him to come back? I will not pay my tithe again. I stopped singing in the choir. A lot of people left church. They love it offense. A lot. They love it. A lot of offense. If you don't grow in the things of God, <laughs> the day your breakthrough is coming, the angels will not find you where they're supposed to meet you. Offense. Hallelujah. In my estimation, Nobody is qualified to offend you in church, including me. Nobody. Nobody is qualified. Who is qualified to offend me from serving my God, including me? Oh. Sometimes, eh, to stand around a man of God and get the reward of standing with him, you must stand with him and sacrifice. And sometimes, your reward will not come. It will come at, on, a, on a certain longevity of hanging around. And sometimes, the man himself it's not ready to release the blessing until you persevere. 
not so full. Let me tell you this. Elijah was so ready to release the blessing on Elisha. He has to cross the Jordan with him. He says, stand, stay here. If Elijah got offended and stay at Jericho, he could have mixed a double portion. Who said following them is going to be easy? No, it's not going to be easy like that. Hallelujah. Now, watch, 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 don't clap. Even if you are Hannah and you know how to pray traveling prayer, you need a prophet to also say that, may the Lord grant you the petition. Which I, that, that is an aspect that will cement the whole blessing and give you. Now, if you don't come to the place of humility, we will miss the blessings of God. If there's anything crippling this generation, it's pride. And people have it, they don't even know they have it. They can't even be conscious of it because something you have to pray. So they have to go to God and say, search me and know my heart. Try me and know my thought and see. Ha, ah, am I talking to somebody here today? Give me the scripture. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgment. Because of thy righteous judgment. What David is trying to say, when somebody is a righteous judge, it means that the person will not take bribe. He's into justice. He will put it where it's supposed to be. When you go to God, say that, oh, righteous judge. You can depend on him. You can lean on him. Let me bring this thing to an end. Let me show you something. Today we are going to give God a qualitative praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord told me to come and tell you to do. Why should I wake up midnight and bless him? Go to the next verse. I am a companion of all them that fear thee. Eh? This is another key that we have. I am what? I am, I am what? A companion of all them that fear thee. Who is your company? And who are the people you move around? David said, the reason why I praise you midnight is that I belong to a company of the people. Everyone in the company fears God. Right. There are people in the church, their companies are wrong. Mm. Wow. You can even be in a church. Listen to me, stop clapping. Even in a church, be careful people you get close to. You can get around people in the church, they have a critical spirit and they will break your focus in church because they will talk about the man of God, they will talk about this. There are people when they look at protesting, all they do is to criticize. That is all they do. It comes with judgment. Because some of the things you see here, you don't know the price behind it. This is not the duty of mine. It is God. The agenda of God for here is bigger than me and you. Be careful. Be careful. Look at somebody and say, am I sitting by the right person? Ask them. Ask them. Careful in church. Those who have hung in the church for a long time, when you come around them and they have a wrong spirit, they will destroy your spirit. It can even be pastors. can be pastors. Today, you know what? You have to praise God to God deal with all your enemies. Once and for all. Because I'm going to show you in a second that praise is a weapon for God to silence your enemies. You have to. We have not used that weapon very well. We have not used it. We have not used the weapon very well. Huh. Hallelujah. It's a major weapon in the hands of us. It's not only coming to church to shake your body. It's to move God to deal with your enemies. And I'll bring you there very soon. Have a heart for God. Have a heart for God's kingdom. I heard it from Dr. Billy Graham. He said, every kingdom prosperity that has not advanced the kingdom is, is a reproach to the kingdom. If God will bless you and you don't have the kingdom at heart, God will repent for blessing you. It repented the law that he has made man. There was a difference between us and unbelievers. Even unbelievers, they give. They give. When they go to their juju people, they give. The money they give there, it cannot be compared to what we pay at church. Some of them buy cars for them. They give. They give a lot to the place. Check the other religions. We are building church. 
There are people here who have not bought one cement into this project. But this is a contact for your blessing. The fact that you are part of this family, you can never lack anything in life. This thing, you can never be part of this thing. It may be difficult today, but tomorrow, you'll be a high flyer. You'll be a, oh Jesus, somebody shout unto God with a voice of prayer. Put your hand in somebody's shoulder and say, be a giver. Be a giver. Be a giver. Not sit down. Hallelujah. Oh, is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Praising God for divine intervention. Let me end with that. Ha, you will love this one. Ha, praising God for divine intervention. Ha, ha, praising God. The prayer couldn't work, but the praise did it. Jonah chapter number two. And let me read from verse number one. Then Jonah prayed. This is one of the most serious scriptures in the Bible. This one, nothing can be compared to that. Yeah? Your, your situation is not as worse as you think. Watch this scripture very well. And Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish belly. You Now, the, the King James Bible even call a whale. It's a fish. Now, somebody was praying. I want to ask you a lot. At least I'll ask you three questions. What is the temperature in fish belly? Yeah. What is the circumstance there? How does the feeling look like? Over three hundred five minutes. Utiana. Air conditioner and so papa. What to be able to buy anka? Who be cool it down? Buy anka? Who are you? Number June four. Number Ghana. Number Tom. Straight unit. Bakuba ha. Bakuba ha. To cool down. Hallelujah. Which one? Now, how about the who? If you are in a fish belly, how does it play? And that place you won't get a fan because the more you try to find yourself, the more the squeeze will squeeze your stomach so that you feel the pain. It's a serious matter. Let's say, you can pray anywhere. When prayer, as a prayer, is very important. And Jonah prayed from the fish belly. It means that the protocol for his deliverance, he started with prayer. Jonah prayed. Look at the words of the prayer. You study the words. And the way he described the fish belly. Go to verse 2. And said, I cry by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he had me out of the belly of hell. So fish belly is equal to hell. It means there's no air condition there. And if Jonah by revelation is describing hell. And he said the fish belly is the same as somebody who is in hell. Not in fire. Fire will burn you and stop. But the fish belly, the temperature doesn't change. And he heard me out of the belly of hell. Cried I and thou heardest my voice. Watch this. Continue. Continue. Huh? For thou hadest cast me into the deep and in the midst of the seas. And it, apart from the fact that you were in a fish belly, you were deep down into the sea. Where divers cannot come. You don't see whales. Rough, rough. You can see dolphins. Huh? I was in a cruise from California to Mexico. And when we were there, at a certain place, you see the dolphins. They were jumping on the water. When we were by the window side, the ship was about, uh, how many? About 12-story building. Huh? We were somewhere, cruise ship, huh? has all golf course, everything on it. And then you see the dolphin jumping. <laughs> but you don't see whales. Because why are you looking at whales? Because why are you looking Hallelujah. <laughs> Even those of us who come from Southern, when I go and stand in the window, and I see the heaviness of the sea, I begin to tango. I say, Lord, you cannot be explained. Are you the one who created? The, the one, where? Well, the sea you see at Choco. Doctor, my father, Dr. PJ, told me something. He said, 
When you go to Trinidad and Tobacco, there is a tourist attraction there. They take you to the deep sea, eh? and there's a particular place on the deep sea there. You get out of the boat, and when you step there, the water is in your knee. But they will tell you that if you take two steps and you go down, it's about thousands deep. And he said, I asked him, did you step down? I said, Nana. I said, Grofo, see, see, Abrofo, the ABCC, no man, oh my God, don't picture picture. I said, Nana, call. He said, Meko, Meko. I miss Meko. Meko. I said, Bobby, I got them, I got them, so. Now, Brody, yes, Brody, free, a friend, he Caribbean, no, I see, no, I got you now. I said, Brofo, it's now. He says, it's very interesting. You see the water, you see the sand. But when you go one, two, three, four, and you get down, it's a different story. God is wonderful. He says in Trinidad and Tobago. In this country, too quiet. You don't know anywhere. You won't keep quiet for God to bless you too. You are there. And he said, the people step down. I said, that you could have stepped down. He said, Nana. Did you know what I mean? say, Yeah. to Jesus. Cry from the belly of the fish. I'm telling you from the fish belly. Watch this, watch this. I want to end. For thou hast cast me into the deep and in the midst of the sea and the flash compassed me about all thy billows and thy waves pass over me. A stretching, you know, booming. These waves come black. So when there's fish, some assault, sometimes my head is down, my legs are up. Is anybody here called Jonah? It's not a common name. Have you ever heard anybody called Jonah? Who wants to name? It's, it's a major thing. But it's a major prophet, though. It's a very, it's a very powerful prophet. Hallelujah. For that, uh, uh, go to the next verse. Then King Kanko, huh? Hallelujah. Then I said, I am cast out of thy side, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Ah! Holy temple. People don't like coming to church. And people are taking church for granted. That is the reason why our weaknesses are still there. Because Psalm 84 verse 7, they go from strength to strength. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them, in, every one of them in Zion appear before God. Give me the NIV version. Huh? Look at it. They grow from strength to strength. Every one of them. They go from strength to strength to each appear before God in Zion. Zion is a church. So, the only place our weakness dies is the church. That's right. The only place we grow from strength to strength when we come to church. That's why Paul says, forsake not the assemblies of your gathering. Keep coming. They go from strength to strength. Those who appear before the Lord in Zion. So it is in church that my weakness die. The word of God has capacity to die, tell my weakness. That is why people can come to church with character. But if they are faithful and they hear the word, with time you see that they have changed. You provoke them the way even my you. There are things they are just looking. When you look at him and say that, if somebody said that, this sister, I know her. The way I want to walk on. Sister, not sister. Anka, whoa. Can I have at least two witnesses here? Two. Okay, one, two, three, four. Even those who are supposed to lift their hand, their hands are down. Whoa. 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 Jesus Christ. Come back to Jonah. 
you hurried me into the deep, into the very heart of the seas. And the currents sweat about me. All your waves <laughs> and breakers sweat me over. Give me the King James. Go back to the King James and keep going down. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Verse number five. Watch this. The waters compassed me about, even to the souls. <laughs> the guy was in the sea and he said, even the waters are in my soul. It's not, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. How many of you want to be in a fish belly? <clears throat> One person lifted his hand. The death closed me round about. The wish were wrapped about my head. So there are weeds. There are weeds. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. There are mountains in the sea. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought me up my life from corruption. Oh Lord my God. And by ball. Go to verse number seven. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came unto thee, unto thy holy temple. Bring me fear. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Job is saying that if I were to observe the things around, I would have made death a choice. Dave that observe lying vanities means that those who are walking by sight, those who are walking by their feeling. Oh, but sorry, I won't sap. To hold like a rock of Gibraltar. He does dancing and there's dancing. There's a king in the Bible called David. He danced until his kinship mantle fell down. The woman that despised her, God dead with her. He's the only woman in the Bible without a child. Who's obese? Don't criticize them. One day we went to a church. And when we step outside, there was a lady standing there and said, Why? Those who are dancing, they are sweating. I don't like their sweat. The next time I call, I say, "You're going to be the hospital." I saw for you, Empire, born to me, young woman. If God is against you, who can be for you? Look at what Jonah did. Give me the next verse. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. When they change it at the end, this is what's turned the thing now. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. In the midst of the fish, but he said, but why? But, 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 but. He contradicted all the prayer. I will sacrifice unto you with the voice of what? Thanksgiving. When you are in America, thank God. In Europe, thank God. Whatever you are watching me today, take a qualitative time. This is what? Thanking God for a results. Somebody say praises. Somebody say thanksgiving. Somebody say thanksgiving. Somebody say thanksgiving. Do you know that sometimes when I wake up to pray, I spend one hour in thanking the Lord. One hour. Some of you are taking for granted where you are sleeping. It was Papa Debo who said that he went to a country to preach. There is no accommodation that people are sleeping in cemetery. So you go. The tombs that they've made, that is other people's bed. So you should be able to wake up and thank him for where you sleep. You should be able to thank him <laughs> that you are working. By this time, do you know somebody is in Kualibu? He cannot turn from one direction to the other. Take <laughs> it for granted. 
Let me tell you this. It is dangerous, extremely, for us to raise a church who are sanctimonious. It is dangerous to have people in a church who don't feel the, the importance of dancing and praising God in his presence. They become sophisticated, sanctimonious people coming to give offering, walking like this. And when they are passing, they see the pastor, they are like. You, you, have, you, have lost, you have lost your sensitivity to the Holy Ghost. You don't know God. I don't understand. And listen to me. Tell me because you have high hair, so you can't praise God. There's another shoe in your car. If you go to office and you have one shoe in the office, you have a, you should have a dancing shoe in your bag that just in case God calls for a dance, you remove the high heel and throw it away somewhere and put on your dancing shoes. Not just your body, but your spirit, man. Hey. Bro, somebody you should designers are Yeshua mama multi-bikram masore na monster because when we became born again some of the shoes that are a timid bomb milk are not those shoes were not in the system shoe so we saw two milk are not we saw the ball say co the ball say co let's try to wash your milk and now on who are the man we are who are the prop prop do you know a prop a supporter Somu, 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 somu. Today, remove that shoe and get on your dancing shoe. If you don't have a shoe, take off that shoe away and let everything that had breath. I am not against it all, but it might not be a hindrance why you are not praising the Lord. Acts chapter 16, verse 24. Praising God for divine intervention. Acts 16, 24. Jesus Christ. And Paul and Silas has gone to preach. And when they finished preaching the word, they took them and beat them. Their backs were bleeding. You phone him and my boy. He said, 39 licenses are received. 39. Born a chimba. Because he didn't want to be the same as his master. So instead of Jesus receiving 40, he received around 39. And that's one. Bam, bam, bam. Bad bleeding. Blood. Throw him in prison. And look at it. Who, having received such a child, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet, made their feet fasten to start. They didn't change to night. At midnight. Go to the next verse. And at midnight, Paul and Silas say, even though we are back at bleeding, even though we are not in a circumstance, but there's something called a sacrifice of praise. In the midst of all this bleeding, in the midst of all this praise, Paul and Silas begin to pray. And when they pray, they see that the breakthrough was not coming. And they turn into praising. And some praises, two people in a church 
where two or three are gathered in the presence of God. God is there in the midst of them. They didn't need a crowd. They didn't need choristers. They didn't need instruments. They didn't need organs. They didn't need a keyboard. They didn't need anything. He said, two of us here. He said, see us. I'm going to speak the tenor. You have to speak the trouble. And they started. And when the Bible said, they began and, and went and, and, and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners had them. Listen, let me write a little commentary here. All the rest who are not praising God, because the only way you can hear others praising is that you are not praising. Many prisoners were in the prison, and they were the latest prisoners that has come to join them. Others are there comfortable, but their chains were in their neck. Their back was bleeding. And they started a praising song. It seems that they were not whispering. They were singing it so loud that every prisoner there must not be able to sleep. And the Bible said the prisoners had them. And the Almighty God had some praises coming from the town. Because when you pray, God can send an angel. God can let the Holy Ghost come. But when God hears praises, he comes down himself. How do I know that? God inhabits the praises of his children. And when God heard the praises, God began to call angel Gabriel and say, Gabriel, I can hear some praises coming down. And what it is, anytime God is coming on the earth, he said, the earth is my footstool. There will be an earthquake. Today, may you praise God that earthquake will happen. Go to the next verse and see something. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison was shaking. And immediately, all the doors were open. And everyone's bands were loose. Major deliverance through praises. Listen, when they started praising God, the Bible said, the prisoners said that. And suddenly, God responded with a baritone voice of earthquake. And the supernatural earthquake opened the iron prison gate automatically. The handcuff that was in their hand without a key, kept it open. Listen to it. The unbeliever was going to kill himself. And the keeper of the prison are waking out of his sleep and seeing the prison. Listen. Look, this is a powerful miracle. The other hardened criminals who were in the prison, if when the door opened, the prisoners arrested them, they couldn't run away. Yes. I'm telling you. The other robbers in the prison, that the prison door has been opened, they all couldn't go. How do I know that? Huh? Waking up in the prison, asleep, and seeing the prison door open, he draw up a sword and would have killed himself. Because I, I, I will not wait for them to kill me. I want to kill myself. Mama said that for you in a journey. And listen, uh, kill himself. Supposing that the prisoners have been fled. Because when the water saw the prison door open, the conclusion of the journey. All the prisoners have run away. This is the first time we saw a prison door open and all the hardened criminals are still inside. Listen to what Paul said. Paul makes sure. And Paul, and Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do not do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Powerful miracle. We are all here. The pressure of the praise has arrested all the prisoners. The armed robbers, the, the, those who have been sentenced to death, all of them are dead. None of them step out. Paul said, we are all here. All of them received salvation that day. Apostle Paul said, power of praises that bring God's presence down. This is what you are mixing. And you come to church late. This is what this generation is taking for granted. 
One day, five nations came against one king, coming to destroy the king. America, Russia, China, Canada, France, Germany is coming after Togo. Why should I use Ghana? The devil is a liar. And I can see all the Togolusi are not laughing, but why do you want me to use Ghana? When you go and preach in Togo, then you also use Ghana. And this is a situation that what are you going to do? Jehoshaphat was the king that died. And five powerful nations. If at that nation, even when one comes, it's another story. And now about six or five has come together. First Chronicles chapter 20. Final scripture. And the one saw. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Let me cut off a lot and read from verse number 18. And Jehoshaphat by his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord. I love a people that has picked the spirit of their leader. No command. When they saw the king, who was a God-fearing man, went to church and knelt down at the altar, all of them knelt down. Jehoshaphat by his death with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Oh, my. Today, the worship to bow down. A tremble was sorry. Those days in Esu, we can come to the place to worship and everybody is crying. We come to the church. Today, people don't worship and cry. What's your worship? They are watching people. worship I worship you, not Nana Mansaso. Now, Sabe Kamekakra. Excuse me. I go by here also. You are not going anywhere. Yeah, you can come to church and your attitude can let God lock up your blessing. Because God is a God of knowledge by Him, actions are weak. So when you see people worshiping and they are crying, when you see people falling under the power because of the softness of their heart, God check all those things. Don't worry. If you don't love me today, you love me tomorrow. What it is. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head to his face to the ground. And all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Go to the next verse 18 quickly. Let's go. And the Levite, ha, Levite, one sorry now, Levite, Levite, Levite. First, we don't need Levite for no. Levite. At the, out of the 12 tribe, God has taken one tribe. They are called Levite. They minister at the temple. So when you are here, you sweep the church. All the, all the temple, what do we call it? What do we call it? Confirm says, as under my from example. Sanctuary keepers. They are Levites. It doesn't mean, you see, the fact that you don't pray does not mean your, your ministry is not acknowledged. Because you don't need any man to acknowledge you. God is the one that must acknowledge you. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So those who come in, who the church, and those who decorate their flowers and things, they are Levites. They minister in the temple. They have a special place in the house of God. The Levitical group. Keep the temple of God. What sorry, for over how many years in it? You are not in any group. You can worship God for selfishness, but you are not worshiping God with your talent. The gift that you have. If you can be very good singers. This girl leading the choir, observer, he used to come to church. And he was sitting down in church for some time. And he joined the choir. Look at the way he sings. Bring the Holy Ghost down. There are people like that sitting here. They are sitting there. They don't care. Look at your, your bicep and tricep. You can be an usher. Pray, but you are sitting there. No. You shall, so you are in church, but you are not in function. 
you are in service, but you are not in function. And we shall serve the Lord because this guy is serving the Lord. The way he's looking at the camera, he's serving the Lord. The other who have never sat down, he's serving the Lord. The one who came to read the temple, they are serving the Lord. Those who sweep the compound, sometimes three o'clock, you come, they are sweeping the compound. You. Hey. Excuse me, my pedicure. I don't like, I don't like to sweep. Don't you people have brush? We have what? for church. Now you are there. God has given you a talent. When you go to God in heaven, you are not going to account because you work in Echo Bank. Mm -hmm. You are not going to account to God because God gives you a check. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I was trained as a building technologist, but I'm doing, that is why I do the things I do. That is why I do the things I do. Uh -huh. City and Girls of London, I have certificate. Quantity survey. I put them aside and I'm preaching. Listen. 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 If God has not called, you don't need to come. You go do a work. But there's something you have to still do in the house of God. Find something to do. You see, you see the people sitting on the thing. Because of them, somebody is watching us from America. Somebody is watching us from Australia. Somebody is watching us eh? from all over the world. Because of these people. They don't sleep. I'm telling you now, they are talking to people. They are answering people's needs. What's here? We are a computer guru. Oh, uh, uh, Yes, I have a hair bank. Now, what you so you do nothing. Every talent and training you have, if it doesn't benefit the church, it has no generational blessing. You shall serve the Lord your God. You will bless your bread and your water. You will take sickness away from the Do you know what? Some people don't sick because they are serving God. If, I, the, if God allowed the devil to put sickness in me, who will preach? Ah. So I must stay pure. All kinds of things come. He said, I will take the sickness away from you because of the way you are serving. Amen. He works. This is what God is going to look at it to bless you. I am the God of your father, Abraham, because he served me. He introduced himself to Jacob as I'm the God of your father, Abraham and Isaac. What is your service in church? He's coming to sit in church and go away. No. You must have something to do in church. You must be able to join a department. You must be able to join people that weed the compound. You must be able to join people that come here and weed flowers, trying to beautify the house of the Lord. It will be the contact for your blessing. You must be the giver of the church. You must join finance department. You must join this. You must find a team. People that wear uniform like this, you stand up and let them see you. Huh? He's a protocol member. They prepare communion. They are going to serve communion today, and they are there. You are sitting there. You are even shorter. He is taller. He's serving God. We do nothing in that. And all of them is a manifestation of the spirit of pride and arrogance. Because you think that you are too big to serve God. Sophistication. I was in Nigeria in a church. And they told me all the people you see at the car park, they own banks. Bank owners. I didn't say they work in bank. They own banks. I went to a Baptist church to preach. The man that came to take my Bible, elderly man, I didn't want to give the Bible, he said, please, man of God, this is my ministry. Don't deny me of my ministry. And he told me, he said, if you don't give me the Bible, as if the way somebody is stopping you from preaching. 
when I read, I read as he was a, a professor of medicine in Kwalebu teaching hospital. He's a lecturer and a professor, specialist. Or just pastor Bible. And nobody can talk about your matter in the church. Do you know something about Ghana? The poor, the proudest people in Ghana are the poorest people. And do you know something at PFC? Everybody is humble. I will leave you today. No, you don't see the need. You don't see the need. Say, hey, I don't have time to cry to cry practice. I'm married. Madam, who lead the church? Stand up. Are you married? How many children do you have? Three children. He is married with two children. And he's coming to choir. You are married. You have only half child. Because the child is two years. It's two months. Onibia, two. Can't come and serve God. It doesn't look like, no. It doesn't look like. It's not, it's not important. You are there. No. People are having ministries. Serving the Lord. Hallelujah. No. Because of the father is doing that. God is going to bless her. I cannot tell when. I cannot tell how. But it will come. Because he is a rewarder of them. They are diligently seeking. Some of you are sitting here. You, you see, the way you are skillful, eh? you can be in our team. You can be in our team. And we must swap. You are not doing nothing. After church, go and join usher, join choir, clean the compound. There is something you love to do. Do it. It is a contact for your healing and deliverance. Serve the Lord. I saw some of these girls singing in the choir and they married. They were singing in the choir. The reason why a man saw you is because you were here. You, it's a privilege you are here. Some of you is not because of the choir. No man will see you. Who will be here? the glory of the Lord that wanted to fall on you Jesus Christ when they stand here don't you see the oil upon them there is something about the altar there is something about the puppet there is something why are we serving our companies who don't even pay us well and we don't want to serve God who can bless you you shall serve the Lord your God. And without a job and a business, he will bless your bread and your water. No service. I don't really have time. I don't know more sure. In here, relaxation. I'll bet me about sorry. No, I remember those when we used to go to Cantamount to shoot now. In here, relaxation. Because soon I can do I know. Cantamount shoot you to me no. But because there is someone no answer what you train. Sure, I am no. I used to have a brother. Oh, you don't know. You have not gone me there. Look at you. You have never been to Kanta. Sure, but come and say, see, just so the soldier need this. Kanta man to iron, eh? Iron need the two idea. The soldier need the iron necessary. Ah, need the tower to train. Not the necessary. Not the two. Now blue now is saying you should just violet. That is why just violet become expensive because of Kanta man. Oh, 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 yes, starch. We mix the starch and the Jason violet. Now they are so white set. No hata. Now the iron, I dear see Jason. And now the four be waiting me channel near the hospital. You're two at the enema. Sometimes said that. Often waiting me chow. Then they take you to hospital. The suppleness of the edge can cut you until we take you to the hospital. And those days, we can come to church and dance. Especially the day we go for first election, we come to church on Sunday. Everybody must see that we have arrived. Jesus is Lord. Today, people are becoming sophisticated in church. May your praises become like Jehoshaphat praises. That stop the mouth of all the nations that were coming after him. Stand to your feet now. Are you ready to praise the God now? All of you wearing high heels, begin to remove it. And the Levite of the children of the Kohite and of the children of the Kohite stood up to praise the Lord. They did what? 
praise the God of Potter City with a loud voice on high. Oh, I like the way you shouted. Give me the next verse. Verse 20. Verse 20. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O Potter City, and ye inhabitants of Ghana. Believe in the Lord your God, and so shall you be established. But this morning, believe his prophet Danasa also, and you will prosper. And go to the next verse and watch what I'm preaching now. Jesus, I feel anointed. And when they are consulted with them, hey, when they are consulted with the people, they appointed singers, they appointed singers, they appointed the choristers, they appointed singers, they appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of his holiness. And as they went out before the army, they went out before the army. So the choir was before the army. What a strange matter. Today we don't need army, we need a choir. It means that the singing is going to solve the problem. The singing is going to settle the matter. So, can I ask something? Don't just sing. Let it come from your heart. And then my eye. Now, Bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.